Hello, I'm Kevin. And I'm Mike. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we're taking a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of the 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is our climactic 10th episode of our Predator Breakdown. We're going to cover from the point at which Dutch crawls out of the water and all his mud has washed off to the end credits. Yeah, this, so. I mean, and I, we want to give a special thanks to everybody for joining us through this whole process. Uh, it's, been, it's just been like a, a real joy to do yeah, this. <laughs> I look forward to more. Yeah. Um, so anyway, get to the movie. Um as I was just saying, Dutch has just fallen into the water and he's crawled out. All his mud camouflage is washed off of him. So now, you know, Predator can see him just like he ever could or better because he doesn't have yeah. a shirt on even, you know. Um, and he crawls up onto this log that's on the thing and he's like just lets out a big breath like... <laughs> I just avoided death. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, they have that shot where you can see the like the whole jungle basically where where he is. Yeah, and you can see you don't see anything. Yeah, it's kind of dark yeah. and yeah. And then uh, Dutch tries to get up out of the water and then shing. Oh yeah, like, man! <laughs> like these two dual blades, like like right over Dutch's head, like and, pinning him to this log. I mean, and they're definitely not even Wolverine like. But I just call them Wolverine blades whenever I'm thinking about it. Just little Wolverine like. I mean, you know, Wolverine had three, and they come out of the out of his body or whatever. But anyway, that's just just visually like it's you know it makes you think of Wolverine, I guess. Yeah. I, so yeah, I don't know if he, yeah, I guess he only has two blades. I don't know if he has three and he can just control them. Uh, I think it's just two. Yeah, I mean, I it's definitely so. just two when he goes down around his neck because yeah. otherwise one would be right through him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I feel like Predator obviously could have killed Dutch that moment if he wanted to, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's like he Predator doesn't isn't eager to kill him quickly. You know, he wants he wants a little more time with this one. Uh he, so we it goes back to where we where we were talking about where the predator likes to taunt his prey. Absolutely. Um it's cat and mouse. I, I mean don't, it's toying with him. Yeah, but I don't think at this point it's cat and mouse. I think he's finally met a worthy adversary He's like, well, let me just do this mano y mano, like it's yeah. gonna be like the last battle. Um, and it's funny because like this movie is based on a Rocky film. Yeah, like you would never yeah. know that. Like but a this, duel. Or, yeah, yeah, this movie is based on a, a Rocky film, and the next scene is just basically a boxing match. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I mean, I feel like Predator's also curious, like, who is this guy? Yeah. that is giving me such a hard time. You who, know, like, yeah, who who was able to like last this long. So although the Predator's interested in who he is, like the Predator probably could have taken out Dutch at any time. Like, yeah, like, he, he was so stealthy at the very beginning of the movies. And so he could have just like, he could have been the first one killed just been, as easily as anybody. I guess. Absolutely. He could have snipered all these people from the trees and never even touched foot on the ground. But he yeah. just decided to like uh, engage them. And so now this is the final battle. Like, yeah. and I don't know, um, one one of the things is they don't really get into like the predator's like backstory, so we don't know if this is like something the predator has to do. Like, is that like his final challenge to yeah. go against his worthy yeah. adversary? I think he does want to go hand to hand with Dutch because Dutch doesn't have any weapons left. 
mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. he sort of feels like it'd be not sporting to to shoot him with the thing, or maybe even stab him since he doesn't even have. I don't think Dutch even has a knife or or anything left at this point. Yeah, but so that's not sporting. But like he basically hides from him with like uh. th- with camo <laughs> the whole time. That was sporting, but now it's not sporting. I yeah. mean, I guess it's as sporting as as I've said maybe before, like sitting up in a tree waiting for a deer to come by to shoot him. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know, like if you were to jump down out of your deer stand and the deer was facing you like right there. Yeah. But that would be sporting, right? Yeah. I don't know. I guess there is something to stalking your prey. Yeah. They always then... talk about like uh, when they talk about hunting, like it's only really fair if you give the deer a gun. Yeah. So um, <laughs> is this Well, where... Predator's more sporting, I would say, than, than your average human hunter. I mean, there's nothing that a human hunts other than not even a lion because those lion hunts are garbage anyway. You got like people helping you to yeah. get a lion cornered and then shoot them. Yeah, and, I feel like we could corny. go on a lion hunt tomorrow if we if had like $10,000. And, yeah. and we're, you know, bad people. Yeah. Predator grabs Arnold or Dutch by the throat and just picks him up and slams him up against this rock wall like it's nothing. Yeah. You know, like he's like, like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, it shows his superhuman strength. I mean, this dude, yeah, he's a beast. And he's yeah. got... Dutch's feet are probably 15 inches off the ground and Predator's like looking him eye to eye. Yeah. You know, which does bring up the elephant in the room that we got to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah. He was originally the guy in the suit. If you didn't know already. Yeah. So yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme was supposed to play the Predator, but for several different reasons, he decided <laughs> to opt out. Yeah, and it opt moved. out. Yeah. That, well, that might be one version. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was fired. I, I don't think that was on the film. I think I that took, was on Jean, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, I got some notes here. I well, will, one these of the are reasons, amazing. Well, one of the reasons he didn't want to play the role is because he didn't think he would get any screen time. Like, they weren't going to show his face. <laughs> yeah. So, I think he was the reason that he wasn't the Predator. I got... I'm going to go through... I, I read an amazing article. It'll be on the website. You can check it out. Mm-hmm. It had this uh, list of, like, that no two people that they interviewed could agree with why Van Damme was gone. They just all knew he was gone. But, um... So I got some stories for you. Okay. okay. All right. Um, the producer of the movie said basically when you put him next to Schwarzenegger, he was just too short. Yeah, I like can the, see that. Which And yeah, you can't... When they're going fist to fist fighting each other, you can't have the Predator be eight inches shorter it than make Arnold any Schwarzenegger. Sense. It wouldn't... You know, it's like... Uh, it's not... You have to know. be a like a large dominating. You expect Arnold to win that fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that one scene that we were just talking about where the Predator has Arnold pinned up against the tree where uh-huh. he's stand, they're standing face to face. Yeah. Like that scene, like... How would that work? Yeah. yeah. It, you would never crouch down to be eye to eye. I mean, with. you could do it with movie magic, but you would yeah. never get that like that, that uh Mid like dual two person shot. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't. It would have, never work. It wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to do it with Van Dam in the suit. No, I know. you'd have to then bring in a big guy, which that's the whole point. I imagine is that Van Dam was good at fighting. I don't. You know, the, this movie is such a classic. I don't even see how Van Dam would have played. Like I can't picture him playing the Predator. Like those pictures of him on set are like wild. He's got big glasses. Really? On. Yeah. Anyway, we'll put those on the blog too. The stunt co- that was the producer's version that he was just short. That seems to be like the friendly version of why he's gone. Because mm-hmm. stunt coordinator says that he was walking along with the film's like executive producer Joel Silver, and uh, like a amped up Van Dam 
comes running up to him and he's like, are you Joel Silver? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, look at this. And starts jumping up in the air and doing splits. Oh, really? Like, like Van Damme style. <laughs> okay. That you can imagine. Like, let's and, put this um, into, the, into the movie. Right. Like, this is the most impressive thing that he can think of to do to show Joel Silver. So, maybe Joel Silver didn't like him from that. Um, the, <laughs> like, same, the, same co- stort, uh, the same stunt coordinator guy also said that when Van Damme tried on the original, like, Predator head, mm-hmm. which was kind of like a big, like, insect head where he was looking out of a hole in the neck or something like that, that he sort of freaked out and took the helmet off and threw it on the ground and it smashed. And like it was a $20,000 prop or whatever, like a prototype of what the helmet was going to be like. And that was then Joel Silvers says, get off my set. You'll never work in this town again, basically. Um, At what point was um, Van Damme in his career? Like had he, 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 hadn't, he hadn't done, had done, I don't think anything. He really. hadn't done Bloodsport at this point? No, he okay. hadn't done like anything. So, okay. He, so, he was a nobody. So, have you ever seen Breaking? Oh, the yeah. The, the, I've seen Van Damme in Breaking. He's I haven't seen Breaking, but I've seen him in the like the Unitard. Yeah, he's in that one scene <laughs> where he's background dancing. That's one of my all-time favorite like uh, gifs is yeah. to <laughs> see him dancing because he's so corny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, how did he go it. from that like extra in that movie to like... Like being cast as the predator, like how did he make that transition well, in his career? Funny you should ask, because the the next story is from the casting director for Predator, and she said that um, Van Damme was constantly just coming to her office, like super annoying and whatever, looking for work, like begging for work. But he would just come in and want to show his moves, and like he was jumping up in the air. And uh, <laughs> when he got the Predator part, like he did nothing but complain, like complaining about how hot the suit is. Mm-hmm. Complaining about, I mean, and granted, it probably was hot as hell in that suit. Yeah. But Kevin Peter Hall didn't complain about it. You know, um, he just did the work. Well, yeah, he, he was, I wouldn't say Kevin Peter Hall was struggling, but he was like an actor. He's that, a pro. Yeah, he's, he's a used pro. to, I guess, working in a suit. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, he's doing nothing but complaining about how hot it is. Uh, yeah, Bill Duke says that, that Van Damme kept passing out. Oh, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's really passing out, but he'd, pa- you know, get the suit on and they're all sitting around in the jungle and then. Like Van Damme would literally be unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet it was super hot. So R- Richard Richard Chavez said that when that's Richard Chavez who played Poncho, mm-hmm. he says when they decided that the original Predator design was was scrapped, that they also just took that as an opportunity to scrap scrap Van, Van Dam as well. Um, visual effects guy says that he's in a meeting in Joel Silver's office. Van Damme gets called in, and Silver tells him, you got to stop kickboxing. <laughs> Predator is not a kickboxer. <laughs> Van Damme's like, who was a nobody at the time, uh, you know, he had done breaking, yeah. is like, I must do this. This is how I see the Predator. So, and Sim Silver's like, well, then you're fired. Get out of my office. So, I, I, God, I wish we were animators, because I can totally see those scenes where Van Damme's like walking into like a producer's yeah. office. But he's not walking in. like He's kicking the door open with his foot, like doing like these long stretches with his foot. And he's like just like... Uh, exaggerating his like movements as he walks into the oh, room totally. to like have these conversations with the people. It's um, like just weird that a guy like that wound up having a really successful career. Very successful career. Because it seems like nobody liked him. He's so Silver's like, well, get out of my office. You're fired. And Van Damme told him to kiss his balls. 
<laughs> next time I next time I curse somebody out, I'm totally kiss using my balls. kiss my balls. But <laughs> he's brought he's bro, Belgium, right? Yeah, he's Belgium. The muscles from Brussels. The muscles from Brussels. I don't know how the Belgium roll, but they seem like they're very like hardcore. Like like uh, most Europeans, like they're like uh-huh. they're in it to win it. So I can see where he would be like that. <laughs> Kiss my ball, like that. Like that was his go to saying. <laughs> so Family Guy has like these two characters that are like European, uh-huh. and they can kind of speak English, but they get all their sayings wrong. Well, they learn it probably from watching movies. Probably. So I can see where they would say "Kiss my balls." Like yeah, I, I can see that it's like English as a second language. Yeah, um, <laughs> that is. Like the greatest clapback ever. The other detail that really gets me is we mentioned before that like Van Damme was complaining that that no one was going to get to see his face. Yeah. That he I mean I don't know what he could have been thinking when that he signed up for face, the role. When he signed up for the role that his face like he's an alien. Even I don't understand what scenario the alien would have well, Van Damme's human face on him. Yeah, I guess like so this was obviously a multi-million dollar project, and uh-huh. so he probably saw that aspect of it, and he was working, he was working with Schwarzenegger yeah. and Dylan and Ventura and yeah. all these, and Sonny Lanham, so he, he probably saw all that, and he was like, oh, yeah, of course I'm a... I I'm going to get my face next yeah, to these guys. Like if they were to call me tomorrow and say, Mike, we're going to put you in this movie with this $15 million budget, and this is the director, and these yeah. are the actors, I would do it also. You think it's going to be your big break. Exactly, guess, but, but then you get on set and like, well, we're going to put you in this mask, and you're yeah, never going to yeah. be seen the whole you're time. You're going to get like a stunt... A stuntman credit or something yeah, like that, it, probably. But it, obviously, it worked out for Van Damme because he's... Yeah. I, I don't want to say he's a legend, but he's, he's definitely up there. hes I would say Van Damme, it's, it would be Bruce Lee, uh, Chuck Norris. Uh-huh. Maybe uh, like a... Seagal. Uh, then yeah. Van Damme. Man, Van Damme. As far as America's like a concerned. Jackie Chan or something, maybe. Jackie Chan. Uh, Back to the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, Predator's got him pinned up on the wall. And he's like looking him over real closely, right? Yeah. Like he's turning his head side to side. To me, it's like a moment where if you can read Predator's mind, he's sort of thinking like, what is this new species? Yeah, that's so it's interesting, it's interesting as you say that because, again, this the Predators have been coming to this planet for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they've seen humans before. Like, yeah, I'm, he he's killed like six or six That's or seven a, of them. So, so he's I'm seen th- a human before. So is he looking? Is he looking at Dutch? Like, are you human? Are you yes. are you something more than human? That's what it is. He's like, you are not. I've never regular, seen this before. You're not a regular human. Yeah, that's that's what I take away from it. Because yeah, they probably and even if this is this predator's first trip to Earth, he had to have talked to his, you know, predator. Somebody guys, sent him there. buddies or whatever, yeah. and like they told him what fighting humans is like. The, the predator locker room when they're in the bar. At the, <laughs> hey, you know, have you ever been to Earth dreams. before? <laughs> yeah. So I I just think that yeah, that's how I read it. Is predator can't believe that this guy must be something more than just your basic yeah. human because nothing else puts up a fight like yeah. This. I love the subtext of this movie. It's, yeah. it's great. And that at that point he's like studied him. I think he sort of realizes okay he seems like a regular human like his skull or whatever you see through predator vision mm-hmm. looks the same he drops he drops him yeah he, and starts go, sort of stalking around yeah i love that that they have all these reveals of the predator and they're so like yeah. slow over the film like you see a little bit of them in the first and then you see like a mid shot of them in the middle of the movie then you see like a full length of them towards the end it's amazing that they make you wait to like the last 5 Very, minutes of the movie to really scene. see him mm-hmm. um yeah, he starts taking the mask off and taking his cannon yeah. off. And like the little 
bolts or whatever he's pulling out. Like you see this air escaping. Yeah, which it's is like all always, pressurized. That's kind of cool. Which is why I never thought that that was hair because I thought it was like because I, I remember those air the air kind of like uh-huh. compressed air coming out of his yeah. his mask. So I was like, what is, is it like screwed into his head? Yeah, yeah it's it kind of weird. Yeah, but that's why I never thought it was hair. But but, but it's only on him when the mask is off. When he pulls the mask off before we get to see his face, we get like his predator point of view. And everything goes from that heat vision to just all shades of red. Yeah. So I guess that the heat vision is just a function of the mask. Yeah. It's not it's, the way he. It's not the way they naturally see. Yeah, they, they naturally see. I guess like a like a reptile. It's just like, all shades of red, and yeah. I mean you can see movement, but they don't even their vision is less good than human. Yeah. Without mm-hmm. the mask on, mm-hmm. but you can see enough, I guess, to. He could kind of see, see movement. Him. Yeah. Yeah, you can see movement, and you can see the shape of. Yeah, the the, the mask just helps him with right. His it's perfect for hunting. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's the first. Then we get the first reveal of Predator's real face, the original mm-hmm. Predator look. Well, where I, he's kind of like a big bug. Uh huh. He's like, it, to me, it reminded me of like the cockroach bad guy from uh, Do we have Men in Black. What? Do we have photos of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like. He's weird. I mean, like most of his height is in his head, so mm-hmm. that's kind of why it would work okay. with Van Dam. But yeah, he's kind of he's like a bug. He's like gotcha. got a like a giant like, like praying like, mantis. <laughs> he, yeah, it's like a praying mantis. That's even better. He looks like a praying mantis running okay. around, but mm-hmm. it's like not. He's not humanoid enough, I guess. He had these legs that like kind of folded backward, like really. Um, yeah, so I they'd have him have him like running around on stilts. But okay, they said you could never do that in the jungle. Like where nothing's flat, no stunt man, the most coordinated guy in the world or whatever, couldn't right. do that. But yeah, dude, it was. There's footage of him running around. I think this Van Dam in the suit oh, running around to... and like hitting his head on tree branches. Okay. I don't stuff. think I, I don't, I've never seen that. You haven't so, seen that stuff. No, I haven't oh, seen that stuff. We'll, we'll to... check it out as soon as we're done. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so then they realized after they'd shot the bulk of the actual movie mm-hmm. that this look wasn't working. That we have a good movie, but it's going to be a joke. And then Van Damme started being Van Damme. Right. So I think it was just a combination of everything. But that's when Arnold's like... It was actually Arnold Schwarzenegger's idea who had worked with Stan Winston on, on Terminator. And he's like, well, let's bring in Stan Winston. You know, this guy's the best. So uh, the story goes that uh, Stan Winston and James Cameron were on a flight together. They yep. were going to Japan, and they were about to do some press covers for Aliens. Right. And Stan Winston's having a lot of issues with like the design of the Alien. He, he they just it wasn't they weren't getting it. You know, yeah. it just didn't look right. So James Cameron was like, you know what? I've always felt that mandibles would look good on a on a creature. I've always wanted to see mandibles. Like, yeah. like that's just like in the back of his mind. Like he's always wanted I, to have mandibles. I love James Cameron. I'm a big well, I'm a fan. King of the World, James Cameron, or like I Avatar love James Titanic. Cameron. I love Avatar. I mean, they're not his best work, but I respect the art. Yeah, know? yeah. He's he he's a definitely he's kind of he reminds me of uh, uh, Mel Gibson. Like he might be a nutbag, but he makes a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise. Your Tom Cruise is a good example. Um, but man, those the mechanics of like the mandibles is incredible. Yeah, that's some serious puppetry that they had to do with that. And I don't know how they did it, but when he only had like a few minutes of screen time where mm-hmm. you actually had the mask off, yeah, like that's just amazing to me how much effort they put into such a small amount of screen time. But I mean, when you see that to this day, thirty years later. Like, that looks like a living thing. Yeah, and I was just about to say, that's why I always talk about how much I love practical uh, effects. Like, that looked real. Like, they did such a good job of, like, the uh, the how they 
crafted the puppet the the puppetry yeah how they crafted the face how they like did like the, the gel, eyes the eyes everything. the gel everything like how they made it like like kind of like slimy and wet like like it was really sweating in the jungle I don't know that there's any like movie monster like man in a suit you know like alien whatever thing that's ever looked that more was, like a living creature than that, that was yeah like that was re- very realistic like, like they I did mean, a great job with that and this is based on a man also but it was like such a grand scale like it, it took it to another yeah. level like with the mask and the size height how much did they say that costume weighed and it, so kevin peter hall is already like seven two yeah so now you're putting like a I feel costume like it was like almost 100 pounds yeah. of stuff so now you're putting like a 100 to 150 pound costume on top uh-huh. of him it just expanded everything so I can imagine just like he wouldn't fit in this apartment like that. <laughs> like, you know, if you walk in the door, walk through the, the door. Dog. Yeah, it's like yeah. Shaquille O'Neal size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Arnold hits him with another great uh, classic one-liner when he gets a good look at his face. Oh, he's like, uh, "You're one ugly motherfucker." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, the, with the Arnold accent, it's just like almost plays for a laugh. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it, the, the one that I mean, Arnold is the king of one-liners. That one-liner out of all of them. Seems kind of out of place. Yeah, he's but, not usually. I mean, he swears. Yeah, I guess he cusses, but not like. It's not like, his the, the accent just kind of makes everything yeah. sound goofy. That that one seems out of place, but it, it but it's Arnold, <laughs> and he's still got the charm, and it still works. But Predator like is almost like Predator could understand what Dutch is saying. He kind of gets down low and like throws his arms out to the side and lets out a big roar. Yeah, and like, like it's on. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there was like a ding ding somewhere. Right. Ding, ding. <laughs> And in this corner, <laughs> so Dutch picks up that big ass stick and like takes a swing at him, and Predator just blocks it with an arm, and the sh- the stick shatters over his arm like it's nothing. And yeah. Arnold's like, "Oh, bad idea." <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna win this with this kind of like material. That's when Predator hits him with like the bitch slap <laughs> to end all bitch slaps. So how is it that he hit him like that and he didn't basically crack his neck? Like I don't, I don't want this again. This is one of those scenes where it's like. Right, his whatever his powers are don't match what he's doing. Like he's got the power to like pick this guy up. Yeah, and this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, like how much is Arnold? Fifty pound guy, if, maybe? if not more. Like two hundred and sixty, yeah. two hundred seventy pound, like muscle bound man. He's just picking up like he's like a, a yeah. doll. Pins him up to a tree, and then he he bitch smacks him, and like this is that he doesn't break his neck. He sends him like yeah, and he flies like. 15 feet yeah. through the air, but he's not that badly hurt. Like, that, his neck should have, like, been snapped. snapped his, his head should have yeah. been, like, snapped around. So, I, it's, you know, it's little things like that that we can argue over because it's a movie. And there's, like, the suspension of disbelief. But uh-huh. like it, it's kind of the fun of doing this because yeah. when you really think about it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, how did he punch him and lift him up off the ground and throw him over a tree branch, but then he smacks him and yeah. he doesn't break his neck? I do think that that slap is, like, Got to be one of the best slaps I've seen in a movie. <laughs> just like it doesn't get much better than he just like reared back and laid him yeah. out with a backhand. And he he's like he got some he's got him pinned up against a tree and the predator's yeah. like just punching him straight in the face. And he's like uh, I notice when he's taking swings at him like when his when his claws are hitting the rock like he's setting sparks off. Oh really? Predator. So I guess does that mean like his claws are metallic? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Are you talking about blades it's or not was like, his, no, like his, his fingers, his hands? Like yeah, his, they seem to be unless maybe it was the edge of his blade. I thought I always thought that was the edge of his blade. It could have been, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, but I is, could see, but I could see him having yeah, metallic we, claws too. We like don't it, know what. Yeah, we don't know what predators made up. So there's, so we're talking about that whole battle where the predator and is uh, boxing with um, yeah. 
but so now we're seeing it from like the Predator's viewpoint. Yeah. And they do like a really great job, the sound effects of Dutch's voice. Oh, the breathing. Yeah, the breathing because like, yeah. he sounds like very childish and very like weak. Yeah. And it's just like a really like, it's a really cool way that they go between like how Arnold really sounds to where the Predator yeah. views him. Yeah. Um, and Arnold, at one point Arnold hits him with like a really good shot and mm-hmm. Arnold looks real proud of himself. And then... For it doesn't even seem like it hurt Predator all, but it is yeah. a good moment where you see Predator's mandible like sort of twitching. Oh, really? And it's just like that puppetry again. It's yeah. like unbelievable how realistic he looked. Yeah, they they that they did such a great job with that that mask. Um, like it, it stuff like that that makes me want to get into this kind of thing. And yeah. like, like, can you make like imagine doing that like as a cosplay and like walking oh around like Dragon Con? I, saw, Con or I was at like Dragon that? Con and I saw a great Predator costume. Really? But, I mean, I don't think his face could move like this, though. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't do that by yourself. I don't think you need puppeteers. And yeah. Like, Plus, it's like a, I'm sure it's like a, it was just like a full mask. Like yeah. It, like, I think that the Predator in the movie had individual moving parts. Yeah. Like, yeah. the mandibles probably individually moved and everything. Right. It, like, you could do stuff with the eyebrows and everything. Exactly. Um, and Predator's just, like, going to town on oh, Dutch, yeah. though. Like, I mean, Dutch doesn't stand a chance. He's getting the hell beat out of him. Yeah, and he's... Like, Dutch is running away, and, like, yeah. Predator's, like, punching him in the back and everything. Yeah. Dutch is trying... He's crawling away, right? I mean, it's basically... The fight is over. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. He's, uh, I think Predator, like, flexes his blade out. Yeah, because like, he's, he's getting ready to the finish The final him. kill, yeah. So And Dutch... But we see Dutch has crawled into, a, like, his final trap the one where he set up with the log yeah the yeah. log with the, the snare yeah so he's crawled into this little trap and he's 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 turned and he's kind of like facing the predator and like he can see the predator coming towards him and he's like come on come kill me come get me see like, i think that at first he didn't even realize where he was really? like do you think he went to that spot I, yeah, he knew I where he was i think he did yeah because like almost like he uh, there was a moment where i felt like arnold has like a look of realization come over his face like Oh wait a second! It's not over yet. Like mm-hmm. I got, I so I'm not sure. Uh, you would like to think that he's a good enough, yeah, s- strategic, you know, tactician that he w- knew where he was going. I feel like he was probably leading the predator that way because then what would be the whole point of creating? Like if they were gonna do that, then they then it would have just they could have just had a scene where Dutch crawls somewhere and he finds like this random thing that yeah, at the last true. moment, his last night, like yeah, at the last or... moment, he's like, Oh, I can kick this rock out and it'll start okay. a landslide. I so I think that. that, yeah, yeah I think so I think knew. that the, I think that Dutch was leading the predator towards, um, his, like his booby trap. He's facing the predator. Uh-huh. He's kind of like egging the predator on like, Hey, come on, come get me. Those but, are great lines. Yeah. 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 I love, I love those lines. I feel like, they only gave him like three lines, so he just kept saying the same three lines over and over again. But yeah, he's like, "Come on, do it, kill me! Yeah. What are you waiting for?" It's probably the most enthusiastic Arnold Schwarzenegger has ever been in a film. There was, if you've never seen the movie Beer Fest by like the Broken Lizard guys I've comedy, seen I've seen it. Do you know the moment where like the guy is taunt? They're taunting each other. The German team is taunting, and one of the German guys. I just remember like, the "Come on, kill me! What are you waiting for?" I don't remember that. Oh. I remember. <laughs> They're not drunk. They're not that drunk. <laughs> yeah, but there's a great Predator reference in that okay, movie. I'll so check, it check out that again. one out. Um, though I think, yeah, maybe Dutch was just a little too eager. Yeah. Right. Predator gets spooked. Predator gets spooked, and he's he's about he's but see he's about to climb in. He's about to climb in. Right. There. He noticed he, the spike. And he notices the spike, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm not going in there. So he starts coming up around him, and that's yeah, you're right. 
that's when Dutch's face just like drops. That's like, when his uh, like, yeah. I almost had him. My last plan didn't work. He's like, this is death. But then he notices Predator comes around. He's standing right underneath that that what one thousand pound. I log. don't know how he <laughs> raised that log. Like I don't know how he raised that log. Um, I would love to see. Somebody try to raise that log in That's real life. That's your big sticking point. It's one of them. It's one <laughs> of them. How much did that what log What do you think weigh? is the most that Arnold could lift, realistically, like, with that physique? What do you think you could do? Five, six hundred pounds? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, Maybe. I've bench pressed 500 pounds. Yeah? Yeah. So in I'm your day? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, no, I'm sorry. Not 500, 400. Okay. So you think... Arnold, Mr. Olympia's maybe five, yeah. maybe six. Maybe five, uh, five fifties. Yeah, I don't know five. what that log weighs, but you're right. I mean, that's... Double that. Yeah. It's, Double that, easily. It's huge. It's bigger than a man. And yeah. It's like just dense wood. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I this, so this I would say... That and it's held th- in there by like a twig. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a vine. <laughs> but this, I think, is definitely like luck. That yeah. you just happen to stop underneath it. I mean, granted, you know, uh, like they say in... In James Cameron's Titanic, a real man makes his own luck. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it was definitely. I mean, a he lot did the work. Luck. You know, Dutch deserved a break. Let's just put it that way. I, I I love the fact that like at every turn, like he always has an out. Yeah, Dutch sees he's just standing right there underneath yeah. the log, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, this is my last chance." He kicks yep. his little trigger. Yep, and then that log just drops right on the ten thousand pound log. <laughs> it gets heavier every time we talk about it. Falls right on top of the predator. It's like a Chevy. Yeah, <laughs> and it yeah it just it could not have landed more directly S- right on his, head. on his head. Yeah. <laughs> Dutch kind Dutch of Dutch relaxes like, relaxes, like relieved, it's over. I mean, because like, he it. knows nothing could have survived that. Yeah, and then you hear, then you see the yeah, trunk moving. The log starts moving, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, it's on. Like, really? Like really? This guy is still alive after Which, all this. At least you know, and I give him credit though. The filmmakers, at least, like Predator was fucked up. Oh yeah, like he was not fighting anymore. No, he was. Dead. He was just. He wasn't dead. So Arnold's got the big rock. He picks up like a big stone mm-hmm. and is getting ready to finish him. Right, but then he gets a look at him and sees how how jacked up so he is. So that's interesting. Why do you think that? Um, so basically, Arnold had a chance to like finish this whole fight. Yeah, he could have smashed the predator in the head with the rock, and that would have been the end of the uh-huh. movie. But he decides not to kill him. So why? Why? Why did he like this thing had killed all his friends, right. killed all his men, had hunted him to his death, basically, or to the, to the death. Right. And Arnold has this opportunity to finish the fight, and he chooses to show mercy instead yeah. of killing the predator. And it was because he was just so interested in what that uh, predator was, because he says, like, "What the hell are you? What the hell are you?" I think. I mean, for one, predators like spitting up blood, mm-hmm. like all over his own face and stuff. I feel like predator did look pretty pathetic. Yeah. Like maybe Arnold sort of thinking, "Oh, this guy's." dead even though he hasn't died yet like he's whatever but yeah i think he's also curious Mm -hmm. he's obviously i mean that why you said the line you know what the hell are you but i don't think that um i I, in fact i know the predator wouldn't have shown that mercy to arnold and i think he had him pinned up against the stone the wall just earlier and he's kind of looking him over and not just sticking his blade through him so i guess they were a little curious about each other maybe maybe yeah yeah Um, i guess this is the one opportunity that arnold has to like yeah like what figure out what are you what what the hell are (laughs) are you yeah so predator then says that mimics that line back to him what the hell are you Mm -hmm. do you think does predator know what that means or is he just all he can do is mimic 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he knows English. That's a good. Question. I wouldn't think. I would not think so. I think so. I think it had to just be mimicking. Yeah. I, so we had talked about it before. He uses like those mimics as like a kind of like a duck call. Yeah. So I he, think so. He's just playing back a recording. I know? think. Yeah. I think that's all he can really do. Yeah. I mean, he, he can probably communicate with other predators, but yeah. all he can do with with people or whatever. Yeah, they don't seem like a species that talks a lot. <laughs> and anything I've ever strong, seen. strong, silent type. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're the brooding type. They're the emo alien. <laughs> but, um, man, yeah, Dutch tosses that rock aside, and it's like, that's a big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> so he didn't think that Predator had one last, like, weapon for him, yeah, I so, guess. So the Predator, he checks his, his wrist, whatever. Yeah, wrist command whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, there's a funny line, another Futurama line, where, it, like, uh, Leela's got that wrist thing on her okay, arm all the time. Yeah. She's like, well, based on this thing on my wrist, <laughs> you know, it's this time. Or it is just kind of like, oh, yeah, I got this thing on my wrist. It mm-hmm. can do whatever I need it this to do. This random thing that does everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the so I thought this was interesting. So the Predator is uh-huh. obviously... So we all know he's what happens. Buttons, yeah, yeah, he's hitting buttons, and, and it looks like it's a countdown. It takes Dutch a minute to figure that out. Like... Dutch didn't run away immediately. Like, did it register to you immediately that this pretty is a much. countdown? Like maybe I like the second one, like the second when it one that counted down when it disappeared. One. I was like, oh man, that's a bomb. And that's like production design wise, mm-hmm. like that's pretty genius to have these things that aren't any numbers we've ever seen. Yeah, we you recognize pretty quick that it's a countdown. I think the beeping helps too. Yeah. Like it's getting faster, like beep, beep, yeah. beep, beep. Like there was beep, their version beep. of numbers, which was really cool. Yeah. yeah, I think that's. I mean, it was really clever and. On some primal level, I think any human watching it recognizes that it's a countdown. I I would like I I don't see how he didn't like he kind of just is like hey, yeah. what's going on <laughs> for all the brains that he's shown. Yeah. yeah, it took him a little bit. He just did a just, minute. He's taking a lot of hits to the head though. <laughs> yeah, he did get to, he did just get punched in the head a couple yeah. times. Uh, so yeah, so Dutch finally figures out that runs. this is a countdown, and yeah. he starts running away, and then. Um, you can hear the predator laughing. Oh, it is, it's Billy's laugh. And it's Billy's laugh. Yeah. He's mimicking because all mimicking. he can do is mimic. Is yeah. my theory. Yeah, I um, think it. I think uh, towards the end of the laugh, is they uh, kind of weave in a little bit of the predator's okay. personality because it 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 turns into more than just Billy's laugh. Mm-hmm. But because it gets like really like loud and, and just kind of like more than Billy could have ever done. Yeah, and um. So Dutch is like running, like just hauling ass yeah, through the through yeah. the jungle, and he leaps over a, a another tree log. There's a lot of trees in this movie. <laughs> he jumps over a tree log, and right when the explosion goes, yeah, and it's like hella bright, like it's silhouettes. Dutch, it's a great shot. Yeah, like the way it is, it's blinding, like like a nuclear blast. Yeah, which I guess is what it is. Well, so I looked up, I, I looked this up on the uh, Predator Wiki site, uh-huh. and they said it wasn't a nuclear blast, but okay. it was strong enough to level three hundred city blocks. Wow. So I don't okay. know if that's what a nuclear blast could do, uh-huh. but it was the the equivalent of something that could level three hundred city blocks. Well, that explains then why. How it is, I guess, that Dutch survives and isn't just like radiation, you know, yeah, poisoning so it's not, or it's whatever. Not nuclear, it's yeah. not nuclear. But it does let a mushroom cloud up, but I guess maybe most any explosion big enough will do that. That that explosion, if he those so Dutch didn't run three hundred. He was hiding behind he was behind a rock, I guess, or something that shielded him. So he went to the uh Steven Spielberg uh, <laughs> school of uh he surviving in, nuclear blasts. He got in that refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> refrigerator. <laughs> he found an old refrigerator. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, so 
Everybody, if there's a nuclear war between us and North Korea, just hide behind trees yep. or get in your in your refrigerator <laughs> and you will be fine. <laughs> and then you cut to the helicopter, the, mili- the, the military helicopter, which f- for some reason is on fire. Was it really? Yeah, they're like there's sparks flying everywhere, and they're spraying a fire extinguisher. That's how big the blast was because it jacked up the helicopter. So this blast jacks up a helicopter that's (laughs) in the air, and I don't even know how far away it is, but it's pretty far. Pretty far. But it doesn't do anything to Arnold. Like Arnold should have been killed just by the Uh shock wave alone. So Anna's in the helicopter. Uh, General Phillips is in there, and we had a discussion with Sam where we were talking about. Did the helicopter just keep circling and circling for Arnold? But it, if the general is in there, it must have gone back yeah, to the I, base. That, I don't. I I'll never. will I don't think we'll ever be able to answer they that must, question. It must have gone back to the base because there's no way the general is in the helicopter just for. Because uh, I don't even understand. to just come pick them up. Because I for I don't understand how Anna found a helicopter. I don't understand why they took her on. Like yeah. who is this random person running up to us in a helicopter? Because they mean, already are wary of like the gorillas in the forest anyway. I'm kind of glad they didn't show any of that just because you. Can you imagine how much it would slow the pace oh, yeah. of the movie down if they're cutting back and forth to like the base? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, or they, or it would have been cool. Like they would have like this intercut of the helicopter rushing uh-huh. towards. The, yeah, yes, yeah. You're yeah. right. They should. Have I left think. It yeah, out, it's, it's wise that they left it out. But the pilot of the helicopter is Kevin Peter Hall, our predator. Yeah, which is ironic because uh, Jean Claude Van Damme didn't want to. Like one of his <laughs> biggest issues was not having his face in the movie. Right, right. And, and then they it, ended up showing. I wonder if that was like a like a kind of a taunt to Jean Claude uh, Van Damme. Maybe, or maybe just that you did such a great job that we will let you get a little yeah, screen time. Yeah, he, and he, he was that performance was amazing. Amazing for he not being a, able to say anything or. Yeah. All physical, but um, and I don't know a lot about Kevin Peter Hall, but I don't know of him. I don't know of him as a physical. I've always thought he was just like an actor, like an actor actor, like he, uh, he did theater and everything. He did um, he played the Sasquatch in Harry and the Harry Hendersons. and the Hendersons. But like he, his mannerisms are very kind of like athletic, like very yeah. Fluid I think movement. he seems like a dancer or something almost, or like, like a, a mime maybe. Yeah, I think he. I mean, he he's definitely like a master of that craft. Yeah, like just movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and sadly. He died yeah. young. Yeah, I don't know like how far off of this movie he died. Um, but he, I th- he died in 1990. Yeah, from he a, got a bad blood transfusion yeah. after a car crash. Yeah, the 90s, man. Well, it was HIV. He got yeah, yeah. He got. I think they said he got you know tainted blood. Yeah. Um, 90s after were a car tough, crash, man. and he was dead within a year. Yeah, 90s were tough. Bill Duke said that um, Kevin told him that Predator was his favorite role of his really? career. Yeah. You I can, can imagine that. that's a fun role to play. You get to yeah. beat up Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's awesome, and yeah. you got a sequel out of the deal too. He's, he's I mean, it's like as long as this movie is on this planet, we'll always yeah. think of Kevin Peter Hall because of that movie. And he's the he's like the one dude who was in I think both Predator and Predator Two. Okay. Like he mm-hmm. played, you know, he came back to and then after to play that, a different Predator. They just found another seven two. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they did it. Yeah, I guess they're out there. Yeah. They're not easy to find. That is, yeah, it's all the. The stuff they put in the milk and so the meat. the helicopter goes to the explosion, and you know it's all smoky. It's a great setup because yeah. you know it's all smoky. <clears throat> helicopter swoops in and it the blades you know clear all the smoke yep. away. And there's and Arnold. Arnold standing there like hands on his <laughs> hips. Like, I'm surprised he didn't have a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like he like lit it from like you the nuclear know, blast. <laughs> yeah, they had. He was probably pushing for that. Oh yeah, he loved that. That would have been an amazing moment. That would have been pretty cool. There's no way he had a dry cigar after all the yeah. times he's been in the water. He did have those matches. <laughs> True. So he maybe used his last match. Yeah. So yeah, Arnold 
there, the last survivor of this, and uh-huh. like this, not a nuclear blast, but something equivalent yeah. to it. And like, and he's like, he is all ashy, like covered in soot or whatever, you know, it is kind of bloody, but not streaming blood. Well, I will say when they bring him on the helicopter, he did look like just basically a corpse. What is that? Uh, what is that saying that people who have been in like war that yeah. thousand yard stare? Yeah, he had the thousand yard stare once, yep. once he's on the helicopter, and that was actually, I think, really good acting work. From Arnold to have that like vacant mm-hmm. look, you mm-hmm. know, like just he's got nothing left. Yeah, it's cool when you can tell the story without using words. Like you just show it in your facial yeah. movements or your or your. Or your and actions. that I think Arnold can do that. It's sometimes when he gets into the real wordy dialogue that it <laughs> becomes a problem. Yeah. Um. But and then that the predator theme music comes up and they're flying off into the sunset and it's like it almost has that feeling like another story is about to start, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause that music is such a, like predator to the debriefing. Yeah. <laughs> the debrief, right. <laughs> or the shower. The shower. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then, yeah, they start rolling those credits and it was like, they did that thing where each cast member yeah. gets like his own shot with his, you know, with his credit. So you how much McTiernan appreciated his actors yeah. to give that him was that. like an old school, sort of like yeah. a dirty dozen type, yeah. Or Magnificent Seven type thing, but they did it a lot in movies in this. I've era. always always appreciated when they do that. I don't think they do it it's enough. It's cool. It's like a vintage sort of feel, but they did it. I I'm making a little list. They did it at the end of Top Gun mm-hmm. with everybody. They did it at the end of Platoon. Yeah. They do it at the end of uh, Red Dawn. Okay, but yeah, I mean, it was like but how oh, cool would it have been? What? How cool would it have been if they had done like the Avengers? Yeah. Or like movies like that, like if they do Justice League, if they do uh-huh. it, if if they were to I do like it, in that. Like that. I mean, especially when everyone's dead, it's like yeah. you give them a curtain call. What about you know? Rogue One? If they had done it in oh. Rogue One, also, I and mean, we can't leave the movie without just giving big props to John McTiernan. Yes, uh, I mean, you know, amazing job. Yeah. So and, this this was McTiernan's first like big budget yeah. film when he made it, and he followed this up with Die Hard. Die Hard was next. He like, did um, Red October. Also, right. Yeah, but I mean, to do Predator and Die Hard back to back, those are possibly two top ten all time action movies. Yeah, like that is incredible to me. To yeah, it's it's kind of sad that people like because Mentirnin had some issues later on in his career, right? But so it's kind of sad that we don't get like those kind of like now we're stuck in this Michael Bay era, like we're at night. You true? Like he's like the big action director now, and we don't get like these doing straight action movies. Yeah, we like, don't get yeah. like the John McTiernan's where they show action but also tell a good story. Yeah, and they like, know how to direct your the characters. It's definitely about like either making a PG thirteen mm-hmm. action movie. But yeah, like this is an adult movie for yeah. an audience that is able to think about yeah. what's going on. Now it's know? all about the CGI and how much stuff can we put on screen and how big and bad does it look as, as, as opposed to just nobody ever tells a good story anymore. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're you're right in giving a shout out to John McTiernan. Yeah, absolutely. And the things he did for the for genre. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess... That's about all there is to talk about yeah, with this movie. That's, I that, think so. We have come to the end of Deconstruction Predator. And I, and I got to say, Kevin, like when we first started this, I was a little uh, hesitant to do it. Uh-huh. But I have loved every minute of this. I hope this isn't the last time. No, no, no. We're uh, definitely coming back, people. All right. We will be back. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. And thank you for checking out the episode. Don't forget to come back and see us. Uh, to check, out, check us out on Facebook. We're going to be on Twitter, uh, Twitter yeah. and we're going to check us out on our webpage, which is Undercurrent Atlanta. Uh, it'll have its own little section on there. 
maybe one day we'll have our own page. We don't know. We're working on it. We're working on it. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks. See you.